Welcome to Occasionally Posh, where we enjoy life, laughs, and shenanigans. I am your girl, Chassie B. And I'm Sunshine. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another week. We have on amazing guests this week, and we're going to let them in, introduce themselves in a few minutes. But we always start with a foreplay, and Chassie B, you're first. Okay, so since we're discussing men and women and relationships today, I thought this was an interesting question. Would you rather lose your significant other to your best friend or your high school enemy? <laughs> I'll let the men go first. <laughs> Chris, Chris look like he ready. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't even know how to look at that question. Jesus. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a proper context to put that one in. Jesus. Okay, Chris, not ready. Go ahead, Lee. Mm -mm. <laughs> oh, man. I'm always stuck. All right. So if I lose, I'm making sure I'm making sure I'm understanding this. So if I lose my girl, to my best friend or my enemy from high school? Yes. Okay. If I lose my girl to my friend, he ain't going to be my friend. And if okay. I lose my girl to my enemy, well, she can just be for the streets. I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> so are you saying you would rather lose it to your, to your enemy? enemy? I mean, I would rather not lose her, but if I'm going to lose her, it, 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 it really doesn't matter because, I mean, if she, since I'm going to lose her, since since I'm terrible at, you know, keeping women, then uh, I guess what I'm saying is it don't matter to me. I think it would be equally as bad. I think it'd probably be worse if it's your, if it's your, uh, your friend, because you guys have some type of history and. Right. A lot, a lot of women don't know this about guys, but we have guy codes. Okay, it's just certain things that you don't do to your friends, especially if that's your boy. You don't do those types of things, so that's really messed up. I think it'll be worse if, if I had to choose, it would be worse if I lost to my friend because it's like, really, all the women in the world, and you had to get this one right here. Mm. <laughs> okay, right, right. What about you, King? He over there. He look like. <laughs> All righty. So, my enemy or my best friend? Huh. I'm gonna take the road, not travel, and I'm gonna say my best friend. Mm, explain. Yeah. The reason I'm gonna say that is this, right? Because I love both of them. Love both of them, and if. <clears throat> if I'm going to lose anything, you know, um, I'd rather be somebody close to me to catch it. Type of deal. Um, at least I would know that they would be happy on both ends. 
because it's kind of different for me. I got my kids, you know, that nine times out of 10 is going to be moving along as well. So at the very least, even though my vision might have been skewed as far as trust the concern, um, I know that individual well enough to know how he would handle my dog on kids and I probably wouldn't have to kill him. Mm, that's a record. That's a good perspective. I like that. I like that. Deep. Go ahead, Chris. Deeper, deeper, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think I think that's why I, I was a little more bothered by trying to figure out the context because honestly, anyone that I lose, I'm gonna wish the best for them. Like King was saying, you know your friend. And typically somebody that's a best friend is somebody that is noteworthy. Now, outside of all the implications of how it happened, doesn't really matter, but you know that she's in a good place. With the enemy, I'd rather lose my significance to my enemy if there was just something I didn't like about this chick and I could care less what's going on. But at the same time, I still respect life. So I would want her best interests taken care of. So. I, I I go with the, the best friend. Wow. <laughs> Look at Lee like, ah. what about you, Chad, since you asked? Um I so initially I was thinking I would rather lose it to my enemy because I already know that person don't like me. So but then I'll kind of be upset, like out of all the people, why did you choose that person, my sworn enemy? And then I listened to these men <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't kind of change because like, not to go too deep into it, but a lot of the times you like, whenever people are in relationships or stuff and they have no business being in that relationship, you might see somebody and you like, they might be better off with that person. Might have been better off with the friend in the first damn place. That's who they should have been talking to in the first place. Thanks. But if I had to choose one, I'm still gonna go and choose my enemy because at least I already knew that person was my enemy. Yeah. Now, now you're not only losing your partner, but you're losing your friend too. Right. I want my dog on friend dog get, on it. But it does get complicated if there's children involved. Right. Right. This is true. Because because if it's your enemy, you darn sure don't want your girl to go to your enemy because you don't know what kind of spite he might have and his he or she might have in his heart mm-hmm. towards your children. Right. And I mean it, it, and it's a real thing and not to get real calculated here, but um if y'all y'all ever if y'all know this running back named Adrian Peterson, he had a child with this girl and she ended up dating someone else and he ended up killing his child. Wow. I, I, I remember that vaguely. Oh, wow. That's crazy. So, yeah, I think oh, I agree. Man. I think I would rather lose it to my enemy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's probably, it's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I could, I don't know if I could lose my, my mate and then have nobody to vent to. Right. Like, I need my friend to, to talk. So I can be like, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> I need somebody to go with me to key calls and stuff. Okay, no, I'm just but, <laughs> but if you lose, you know, if you lose your, your mate and then you lose your friend at the same time, um, 
if you're like me anyway, some people don't mind telling their parents everything, but I'm not one of them to go tell my parents my personal business. So that's not yeah. an avenue for me, you know? So Chassie and my friend Nicole is who I tell everything to. So if I lost into one of them, make <clears throat> who, I, who I got other than Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> on the main line. He on the main line, girl. He on the main line. Right, right. D just snuck um, in. He got to give his um answer. Right. You got to tell him. Is he ready? I don't hear nothing. I don't, I don't, I don't know. He's still... Let's just skip over him. We'll ask him later. We'll <laughs> we'll circle back around because he's gonna have yeah. to answer. Right. <laughs> All right. So mine is would you rather marry someone you don't love or love someone you never marry? <laughs> Say that one more time. One more time. <laughs> right. So would would you rather marry someone that you do not love? Or love someone that you never marry. <laughs> right, I'm, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep the order going. I'm gonna keep the same order. All right. So I would rather marry somebody that I don't love than to love someone Ooh. that I never marry. I want to hear why. This because because the Western culture got this thing all twisted. Everything is about love, 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 love. And if you go back to the origins of marriage and what it was supposed to be about, it had little to nothing to do with love and it had everything to do with economics. So if I can build with you, and that's another thing too, people use love as a foundation and it's, and it's so many different proponents that can be introduced to a relationship that can turn your passion for a person to passion against the person. So you could actually end up loving somebody and then some event can happen and you can actually develop a, a vitriol for them. And that's because if the environment isn't right, which we know that, for an example, when it comes to economics, money is one of the biggest reasons people get divorces anyway. Right. So if you're if you have the foundation and you have the atmosphere that's conducive to a healthy relationship, then you have an opportunity to have love. Remember that episode? Remember in the movie Coming to America when he said there's a fine line between love and nausea? Y'all remember that when he was saying that about the queen? They had to grow to love each other. And traditionally, people have been getting arranged marriages and things of that nature. So for me, I would rather look across from somebody and know I can count on them and depend on them for, you know, as a man following me, helping me and being my companion and respecting me. I need you as a man. I need respect from you more than I need love from you. Because if you respect me, that's the only way as a man that I'm going to feel loved. Mm. I don't I agree with that. Yeah, I don't either. But I can okay. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Who next? King. Go ahead, King. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna say uh I'm gonna marry the person that I never love. Because Oh, you too. Yeah, can sit oh. oh, I'm can, not alone. <laughs> considering my thought process, she won't be the only wife anyway, so you know. I'd be cool. Ooh, warm up, warm up, warm up, Chris. <laughs> Look, he tried. Mm, go ahead. Well, 
<laughs> and you can contend with that, but I'd say the same thing because I, I, I take this question as when you're saying love, you're talking about arrows. And when you're dealing with erotic love, I don't want no parts of that. I'd rather marry the person that I don't love than. Reason why I say that is this. For one, I never want emotions to be in the way when it comes to me having to do what I have to do as a man. Because quite honestly, I had a girl that I had these strong feelings for. Didn't marry her. For the simple reason that I knew that my emotions would be in the way. And I don't want to be dealing and leading with emotions getting in the way because that's not how me as a man moves. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Period. Mic drop. No. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Chaz? I think that I I honestly think that men and women's interpretation of love is different. I don't feel like love is the arrow type of love. Cupid shoot you in the butt and you got the heart eyes. Like to me, whenever I say I love somebody, that's like my friend, my best friend. That's somebody that I can talk to. Like I love Sunshine. I wouldn't marry her, but I love her. Like that's, you know, that's my friend. And I want to be married. Well, I would rather be with somebody that I love and that person be my companion forever and we never marry than to be in a miserable relationship that I, and I'm not in love with that person. I don't love that person. Yeah. <laughs> Look at Keeping. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely I like have to face, agree. I don't like your face. Yeah. <laughs> I have to agree. I, I, rather, I would rather you. never marry because I don't see marry as a business transaction. So I can I can take care of my half. You can take care of your half. But that but love is what's gonna get you through. Like all your bills are gonna be paid, but bills can't hold you. Bills can't console you. Bills can't you know what I'm saying can't be there for you in times of true need. So you may you may be good financially. Yes, you may have your business in order. You may be flowing in whatever it is that you're trying to prosper in. But when you in your worst place in life, your most your worst emotional state, most you cannot fall. You can't fully fall into someone that you don't love. Right. <laughs> That's just my opinion. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. So let me let me ask you a question then, uh, Miss Sunshine. Uh -oh. <laughs> my, okay you're married do you have any friends yeah um so so your husband isn't the end-all be-all for everything that you need mentally physically spiritually and emotionally am i correct correct okay so my question to you is um Statistically, we, we got the statistics here, okay? Um, we, look at, we look at the microwave generation that we live in today, where when, the, when one thing goes wrong, somebody's filing for divorce. And when it comes to ladies in the so-called black community, 80% of the divorces that do happen, happen because a woman initiates the divorce, whether it's justifiable or not justifiable, right? 
So wouldn't it be a dangerous thing to marry somebody that you that you love and and everything else around you isn't straight? Uh, wouldn't it be a dangerous thing to do that? Because if you bring love, you can have the most perfect, sweetest, innocent love that you can possibly have. But if you just, it's like growing, it's like if you have a, a garden and you're trying to grow a particular type of plant or vegetation, if you don't clean up the weeds that's going on around that, it's going to choke out that particular plant, right? So if you have the perfect love that you can imagine, you in love, you you found Prince Charming, you know, and you go on and you know <clears throat> the the glass slip of fli- the glass slip of fits, but you got all of these different important variables and circumstances going on around you, which we see today because the divorce rate is so high, and 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 in a Westernized society, love is a big proponent of getting married. Don't we see enough? I mean, don't we have a, a formula in front of us that's showing the sheep being led to the slaughter when it comes to love? Just asking. Just asking. I don't know. I feel like this looking at the glass half empty. Like, why can't you be in love and still have these things that you're speaking of? I think it goes but wouldn't a it make a woman for men, though? Because huh. one thing that a man understands is why he... And, Part of the reason why they're careful with who they hang around is they know that they can develop feelings. A lot of people, when they're talking about love, if not eros, it's more agapao, which is pretty much just doing the right thing for the right reasons because it's what you're supposed to do. Because they definitely don't go to agape, which is that unconditional, because the majority of people have some conditions behind who they are and what they're doing. So men will stray away from that because they know that they, those feelings can develop over time. But a man is looking more at the function. Can we get what we need to get done and be productive in life and between the both of us and everything that we're responsible for? So I think that that right there is, how can I say? So you know how we always see the meme of why was our grandparents able to stay together and we can't stay together, popcorn culture and all that kind of mess. I think that people feel like, okay, let me see. All right, so back in the day, women stayed with men in shitty ass relationships that they had no business being in and was miserable. And grandpa had a whole bunch of kids across the street and all this kind of stuff because women had to stay in those situations. So a lot of the times women didn't even love the man that they was with they eventually fell in love because they they was in the same environment. You know what I'm saying? Like they just, they had to fall in love basically. And we never really saw real, true, honest love because we base our perception of love off of what we, off of our grandparents and our parents and all that kind of stuff. But a lot of the times that mess was, it, it was, economics they stayed together for the kids they stayed together for the money and all that kind of stuff but at the end of the day them people was not happy like why would you be miserable for financial reasons and means and all that kind of stuff oh yeah why would you be miserable for the money and not be happy just because you want to be happy like i just i want to just pick up dandelions and blow them and (laughs) Ah, really? (laughs) Okay. 
frolic through but the we're not saying- and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I do not want to be with somebody just because it's an economic gain. That I think that that's crazy. And I think that's well, why not some women, I think that's why so many women strive to be more independent so they don't have to fall on being with someone for financial reasons. But then those women are being talked about because they too independent. If I may. <laughs> Go for it. Yes, I just want to throw out there that I don't think any of us, any of us has really experienced true love. And I love my wife to the fullest, all right? Reason I say that is because you can only love a person um, as much as you love yourself. And a person can only love you as much as you love yourself, right? And each and every last one of us, right, have skeletons in the closet, we have doggone uh, walls even if they're small and we have elephants in the room we have some of every doggone thing right Mm -hmm. that without that stuff being cleared out we don't really have enough space to be able to experience the fullness of love right but that's something that i believe everybody is literally searching for right right and it gets to the point where it becomes toxic. Because when I was listening to the conversation, the only thing I was saying to myself was, man, tell that to that female that is madly in love with that man and that basically give her a black eye every other day. Well, tell, mm. that, tell that to that man that is with this woman that is, I don't even know how to describe it, but he going through or not and they're there simply because they love that individual but it's not reciprocated right you know it has to be it has to be more than just that we have been taught that it should be only there just that but it has to be more like i can i can see it from both spectrums you know i can see it from the economic standpoint i can see it from the love standpoint but i believe that at the core of it, neither one of them is sufficient. Which is the reason why you see people out here that have more money than a little bit. Yeah. And it still killed themselves. Yeah. And you'll see people that's madly in love. Right? But it's toxic. It's toxic in the mug. So for me, it's balanced. It all boils down to balance. Right. Whatever individual that I can come across that will help bring balance to the scales, that's who I want to be with. Yeah, I, I agree. agree with that. But I, I still think that I got to love that person. And they better love me too. I don't want that Whitney <laughs> well, and Bobby. that's part of the balance, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't want Whitney and Bobby type of love. I don't want no black eye type of love. Like I want... I just want pure, authentic love. That's it. Mm-hmm. You and everybody else. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh man, well, we don't want to stay on that. Uh, we'll keep, I mean, that's good. Um, but let's get to this uh topic that Chas has sent. Um, so I share it, Chas, and you uh, you start the conversation, okay? Oh, yeah. So, um, it was a question that was posed on Twitter. I think it was Twitter. <clears throat> and somebody had asked something about relationships and them not lasting long. And Dapper Damo came in and he said, men have to now get women to like them. And a lot of men are incapable or unlikable, sorry. And then he goes on with this, it's a lot that he goes on to say, but I thought that was very interesting about men have to now get women to like them. And a lot of men are not likable. And I'm pretty sure women aren't likable either to y'all sometimes. Hold on. <clears throat> um, so anyway, what are y'all's thoughts on that? <laughs> Kayla, like he ready. Go ahead. I'm reading right now. I'm I'm, I'm reading all of this right <laughs> now. I'm trying to take it in and uh literally, you know, but uh Y'all give me a second. I said it. I said it off. It's too easy. <laughs> <laughs> he said it's too Chris. easy. I've been reading this thing over and over. I mean, I get what he's saying, but uh, you could have arguably said this thing way back in the past. But it kind of speaks to what uh, King was saying earlier because it's when you look at it, you have to come to a situation complete in some form or fashion, but we've always had to be there trying to make women like us. I mean, that's the whole point of attraction. Like the way we define love, a lot of people look at it and it's like, okay, well, I gotta like this person. I gotta be able to click with this person. And it's not even really that men are likable or women are likable, but we've changed a lot of the standards now where this is what a man should be and this is what a woman should be and this is that with each sex. So it's, it's confusing everything. Just like we changed the definition of love, it, it just goes full circle. So it's not really a big problem of people not being likable. We're just a whole bunch of incomplete, underdeveloped individuals trying to make something work that we don't even understand. Mm -hmm. So I okay. hello. How y'all doing? Hi. What's going Welcome. on, D? <laughs> Excuse my talking. I was in here having a "Can I Be the Man" discussion from what happened in Virginia. So, so if I jump off this guitar, I got to go back over there at eleven o'clock. So my apologies for being tardy. It got <laughs> real. So um, <clears throat> what you were saying, I, I totally agree with what you're saying, but I think that um, even though this came from a man, I still don't think that men necessarily understand the point of they're not likable. A lot of men are rude um, and they have this quote unquote alpha mentality and their alpha mentality is rude and it's not really an alpha male it does being obnoxious and rude. Right. And I think that a lot of men, mis they misconstrue it and think that 
oh, I'm alpha. Well, no, you're just rude as hell. You're not an alpha, but this is what your granddaddy did to your grandma. So you think yeah. that it's okay because this is what you've always seen and you think that this is alpha. And just because you pay the bills and all that kind of stuff, you're emotionally detached and or, you're or insecure and all this kind of stuff. And or that the alpha male got to be the loudest one in the room. Right. And I mean, you know, I, a lot of men are not likable, honestly. And they think that they are likable or they are this and they are that because they can provide this and they can provide that. But at the end of the day, a lot of them are assholes. And that's 100% <laughs> fact. I'm definitely, no, I'm definitely going to piggyback off of that. If y'all don't mind, I'm going to take a page out of Lee's book. If you don't mind. But real talk, though, that's really the fact. When, when you ship away a man's money and, um, and his manhood, should I say, that's the two bases that we need to uh, provide and protect. When you strip that and strip that away, a lot of men really had nothing to offer outside of that. They really um I spoke with I spoke this situation with somebody I believe like last week, and we talked about this exact same topic. And when you start talking about them old-fashioned days or whatever, the woman had no choice but no, it was on the podcast on Saturday. The woman had no choice but to stay because they had nothing to fall back on. But it's like you just said, a lot of men definitely were buttholes. I know that my grandfather, rest his, wrong, rest his soul or whatever, um, he definitely was mean. I heard the stories. I, I met him a few times. I stayed with him a few times in my teenage years. He was ruthless. He was mean. Skinny little fella. But he was he had a mean spirit about him. So with that being said, I'm like, a lot of women couldn't bear to be with him. But it's just one of those things. A lot of men really don't have anything too that's desirable about them at the end of the day. Anybody else? <laughs> I don't know about that not having a choice thing back in the day because we understand how powerful the community was because women could come together and move a woman out of a state without the man knowing easily. A lot of people didn't have that option as far as that could that that network to be able to do that all the time. But women could get away too. Until until you get a woman that's like uh, Anna Mae's mama, Tina Turner, uh, should I say, and uh, she'll call your damn husband and tell him where you are or whatever. <laughs> I mean, the facts are the facts. When they say, "Oh, girl, you got a good man. He took care of all the bills. You got a good one." I'm like, no. And they force you to go back to that life that's uh, detrimental to your health. Mm, know about that one. <laughs> I mean, there's always crabs in the barrel, but that doesn't take away the fact that they had the options and the ways. No, that's true. That's true. I'll go side. I don't, it is a fact. I feel you. I don't think that. All right. Let me. Let me. Go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead. I want to hear what you got to say. Okay. Um, I'm going to use. We're sitting here and we're talking about things like it's a silver bullet for everything. And we feel like the reason that all of these marriages stayed as long as they as they were was because they didn't have any options or whatever the case may be to be able to leave, so on and so forth, or whatever the case may be. But it wasn't until the it wasn't until white women introduced black women uh, into uh, pitting themselves against their counterparts there because our women and our men weren't having problems even during slavery time. Okay. It was the white woman that was having problems with her white husband. All right. 
So we play, we, 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 we can talk about these one-offs, but we can't talk about this thing like marriage back in the day was a tree full of rotten apples. It was a few rotten apples. I give you that, but all marriages wasn't that. I mean, I look at, um, I look at my aunt Catherine and my uncle James. Y'all probably know my aunt Catherine. They did the movie on her about hidden figures. They were two peas in a pod. They wanted to do everything together. And he lived to be in his 90s and she lived to be uh, over 100 years old before she passed away. Both rest their souls. And they actually liked each other. And so when I, when I talk about economics and things like that, I'm not saying that's the, I would, the question was, would it be one or the other? But the environment is conducive to welcome love in. If you don't have the right environment for love, that love and that passion is going to turn into rage and it's going to turn into hatred. It's just what it is. And you can have that. That's why. And, and then, you know, King, he comes in and he talks about the balance. That is correct because you just can't have the economics. And then it's just that it's just like, you just can't build a house and don't nobody move in. You know, you're building a house so somebody can move in. So it's not we're trying to build sound economics, but the problem that I think that we have in relationships today is the most important institution of all on earth. We don't have any game plan going in. You know, we living together, we shacking up with each other, love making is good, the toes curling. I go out, ooh, girl, look at his chest. Mm, he got on gray sweatpants. Ooh, look at her body. Yes, it's all of that. Sweet. And she's like, yeah, yeah, everybody, look. And then everybody and then everybody's just like, well, you know, everybody seems to think we're a cute couple and everything like that. Let's go ahead and get married. But you haven't even sat down and had the cold, hard discussions about, yes. man, what's your credit score? Where are you going to see yourself in the next five years? What is your game plan, man? What do you see yourself going? Uh, or, or a woman, hey, look, what are some of the talents and the gifts that you got? What do you see your role as being in a marriage? Are you going to be a stay-at-home mother? Do you want to go out there and work? Do you want to go out there and work part-time? I mean, what do you see yourself being as? But we get caught up in this lovey-dovey stuff, and love is just like what they say. Love is blind. So how would you feel going into a house that you're unfamiliar with and turning off the lights? Man, you'll be banging your knees and toes into everything. And if y'all ever hit a, uh, a metal bed frame with your toe, man, that don't feel good. <laughs> and, this is the type of st- and, and this is the type of stuff we do when we go into relationships and we're ill-prepared. We got to ask the pertinent questions. And then our fathers are not around. So like, especially for the ladies, how many ladies go out there and they see a guy and they like him as a candidate and want to bring him home to their father? We're so backwards in this society now, we want to hide the relationships we have with boys from our fathers because in our heart of heart, in, in the women's heart of heart, she knows. We or why are know. we not, uh, men, men are not bringing home, men are not bringing home uh, women to, you know, to their mothers and everything in a, in a timely fashion and, and trying to get, and trying to get them to see some things or pick up on some things. I remember my ex-wife. I brought her down to see my godmother. And as we were leaving the house after 45 minutes, my godmother said, come here, son. Mm-mm. And she said, you need to leave her alone. Well, and you didn't listen. Look at you. <laughs> and, and, and look, you're right. And you're right. And I didn't listen. And it was the darkest hours of my life. And these are the types of things that I'm talking about when I talk about like uh, it takes a village. 
Yeah. It takes a village. Just just like when we start talking about love and stuff like that. Some of you girls and some of you fellas, when y'all going through difficult times or y'all got certain situations coming up and going on, y'all start saying, okay, look, let me call this person for this particular reason, because this is what I lean on. Uh, uh, this is what I lean on sunshine for, because this is what our relationship strength is. And it's understood if it's appropriate. So I don't want to take up too much time, but this is what we got to start understanding. It's a balancing act and we got to start balancing things out, but we have to create the environment. We got to build a house before we move in. And I think when we take love first, it's like, let's just go out there and then we'll figure out where we live. And it can't be that. Right. So I don't think, what was that? So that puppy love stage, that don't be love, that just be lust. And then everybody be rushing into marriage and all that kind of stuff. (laughs) Right. But, um, dang, it was something else you said that I wanted to point out. I mean, did I want it to piggyback on? I forgot what it was. King looked like he got a lot to say. He over there looking like. (laughs) Go ahead, King. Oh, man. So (laughs) this is funny, right? Because I've been listening to everything that's been said. And, um, you know, for me, it all goes back to the thing that I've been I've been pushing the last couple of weeks, which is to know thyself, mm-hmm. right? Um, I don't think as men, um, we're given um, a clear chance, a clear chance, right? And I say that because um, a lot of us, especially a lot of previous relationships uh, that we, I parents, grandparents, great-grandparents that we saw, a lot of those men had the very same emotions that women had, but didn't have the ability to be able to deal with, address anything of that particular nature, right? And they pretty much taught us the exact same thing. So now that we are finally having an epiphany and that there's no such thing as a masculine emotion or a feminine emotion that is just emotions, mm-hmm. right? That is something that is going to take time for us to master. Whereas on the other hand, you know, y'all have always been able to be free with your emotions. And even to a certain degree, even now, because of our responsibilities and our role within society as a whole, we can't go too, too far off the rails. Like I always say, nobody wants to follow a general that every time a bomb goes off or IED bursts, that joker is is running somewhere crying, right? Mm-hmm. He has had that ability to be to stand strong in the midst of adversity and make logical decisions to keep driving everybody forward. But that does not mean that those emotions and stuff are not there, all right? Um, it's like this, if I may. I mean, this is what I'm gonna do, right? Y'all see this? Mm-hmm. Y'all see that right there? Well, y'all see the Minimate symbol, right? Mm-hmm. Well, on my side, I see the actual ingredients, right? 
but we're looking at the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. See, from the feminine perspective, right? Y'all have y'all perspective, and then I have we as men have our perspective, but we're looking at the exact same thing. And what happens is, is that in order for you to be able to understand what's on my side, you have to stop looking at your perspective and use your imagination to be able to see mine and vice versa, right? But we're looking at the very same thing, the exact same thing, just from two different perspectives, right? (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm laughing at Jesse. You fine. (laughs) (laughs) Just from two different perspectives. So, I mean, they can say that we're not likable, but on the flip side, we can say the exact same thing about y'all. The question is, why are we not on both ends likable? Because of what it is that I've been talking about in reference to knowing thyself. Knowing thyself, we have to clean out the closet, get rid of them skeletons, elephants in the rooms, bring down them walls so that we can know ourselves. And when I say know ourselves, I'm not just talking about our ancestors. I'm talking about knowing your parents, your grandparents. How many of us actually know them, have a relationship with them? I was just talking to somebody, um, I think it was today or it was either today or yesterday. And I was saying that I really won't know my children until they become adults. Because how can I know a person that's still learning themselves? So it's important that I have a relationship with my kids to the point where they can communicate with me so that as they learn themselves, I can learn as well. But a lot of us are not likable because we don't know ourselves. You know, we come from, some of us are fortunate enough to come from two-parent homes. But even in them two-parent homes don't mean that you know your parents because some of them just were there. Right. right. Then you have and in those the two-parent that, home doesn't necessarily always mean that it was a happy home. That is true. Exactly. Right. Then you have those that come from single-parent homes, you know, and feel as though they're good because of where they're at right now. But you got a whole nother piece of you out there that you've never met before, that you know nothing about, that is inside of you. I use the example of my son, right? As a kid, as a kid, I used to scale the wall. We had these walls that was kind of close together where you could, I could scale them like Spider-Man or whatnot. And I was hold myself at the top and wait for somebody to walk up under and then I drop down trying to scare him, right? (laughs) Well, my son came to me one day and he was like, Dave, look at this. Watch this. And that little joker scaled the wall the exact same way that I used to as a kid. Now, mind you, I never told him this. Never told him this story. I just bust out laughing like, this is, this got to be crazy. That is something that I literally imparted into him. Right. And we think that just because we never were around these people, we have nothing like them, nothing in common. No, there are areas about yourself that you don't understand to this day that your, that your mama or your daddy can't explain to you mm-hmm. because you got it from either your mama or your daddy that wasn't there. Or your grandparents that you didn't know. Yep. <laughs> you know, this is what I mean when I say know thyself because when you know thyself, when you get to that point where you know thyself and in in the fullness of yourself, you'll know exactly what it is that you need in life. If you understand what it is that you need, 
that need is going to become a want. And if you know what it is you need and that's something that you want, guess what? That path is going to become very clear on how to get there. So now I don't have no time for this joke over here, right? That ain't going in the same direction that I'm going. There's no point. It's like, if I know I need a car, I'm not going to go and work at McDonald's. If I know McDonald's is not going to pay me enough to get this car. I ain't even going to fill out an application. I'm not even going to waste McDonald's time. <laughs> I mean, you can work there until you got something better. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just they try saying. to put you on the fries. I'm, 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 just <laughs> I'm just saying. If I know what it is that I want, the path in order to get to what it is that I want and what it is that I need is going to become clear. And that's what has happened. We don't know ourselves enough to know what it is that we need, to know what it is that we want. Matter of fact, we look at need as a bad thing. Right. There's a there's a phrase um, that I used to love when I was in school. It was, uh, I don't I don't love you because I need you. I need you because I love you. And I used to love that phrase. Right. That person that like my wife my wife right i don't care what type of mess we go through i'm not going anywhere because i need her because i need her and i love her for that fact right for that fact she has exactly what it is that i need and that need is a want and i love her because of it but we look at that like it's a bad thing. Right. Like it's a bad thing. And it's not. When you know yourself and you understand you understand your shortcomings, you understand those areas that you are not strong in, and that person comes in and balances you out. That's what I mean when I be talking about duality. That's my spiel. So I agree. I agree with everything that you say. I think that a lot of times, though, a lot of people don't go into situations and relationships with that process. Like they go and they need something from somebody, but their need that they need from that person is not like it's like just a financial need. Because mm-hmm. okay, so let me. I was in a situation. We never got married. But I stayed because I was scared that I wouldn't be able to afford to live by myself. And I was miserable, miserable in that situation. I'm talking about like crying from the morning, from the time I woke up to the time that I went to bed type of miserable situation. And when I finally got out of that situation and I realized that I could take care of myself, I was like, I will never, ever go back to a situation because I need somebody to take. I get not to take care of me, but just to have that extra economic value, I guess is what I was saying. Um, but I do need somebody that's going to be my best friend or, and somebody that's going to help me build and we build together and all that kind of stuff. So I think that like a lot of needs are not needs that need to be needed in certain relationships, but some needs do need to be needed. And that's the purpose of knowing thyself, though. Because when you know thyself, you're going to know that that need really is not a need. You know what I'm saying? Y'all as women have proven that y'all have the ability to take care of yourself. Y'all proven that. 
right? So that's really not a need. Right. The question is, what can I do to amplify this person? Mm. This person do to amplify me. A week eight ain't no amplifying over there. (laughs) Next. I'm, I done did everything to amplify. Next. Oh, I no, can't. No, 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 literally. Listen, listen you see, it, it, <laughs> it, it, we're talking about amplifying. It's just like this speaking and these speakers that we're speaking into, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're going to work with me speaking into it. But if I add an amplifier to it, right, the clarity of what it is that you're going to hear is just going to be off the charts. Right. It's a matter of being able to find that individual. That's the reason why I said it's on the same path as you. Right. Right. Because you're going to amplify each other. That is the necessity that is that I'm talking about. That companionship that literally when y'all come together, it just amplifies. Yeah, I ain't found that yet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you made an interesting, but you, but, but you made an interesting point, Chassie. Okay. And it was basically exactly what King, King Nab said. You did not know yourself to know at that particular time that you could take care of yourself. And so fear is false evidence appearing real. And it was because you did not understand that about yourself, that you succumbed to that situation. But had you taken the time before getting into a relationship, this is something that men and women are guilty of, Mm -hmm. to take some time to know thyself. When you know thyself, then you cut off everything. See, because you don't have to have, you don't have to be likable by everybody. Matter of fact, I don't even want every woman to like me. I want the right kind of woman to like me. And the only way the right kind of woman is going to like me is I have to be naked and unashamed and I have to walk in my unadulterated truth because if I do that because if I do that I won't have to so much as look it will be attracted to me but if I try to be something that I'm not I'm going to attract something that I don't want and don't need and then I'm going to find myself in an unhappy situation and I can be with somebody that I don't want and I don't need and be in love with them okay so it's, it's just that we take the time, we, we don't take the time to evaluate ourselves and learn about ourselves. What are we good at and what we can't do, what we can do, this, that, and the other. When we know what we can do, then we go into the situation like, I don't really need you to do this for me and I don't really need you to do that for me. I'm good, like Neo said, I'm good all by myself, but like a force when we together. See, that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> And you know, um, you had said, I didn't know myself and I didn't know myself. I had said, I think a couple of podcasts ago that I was jumping from relationship to relationship to relationship, like somebody break my heart. And I was like, oh, well, I'm gonna find somebody else to replace them. This right here is the first time that I'm like actually by myself, able to figure me out, maybe able to be a hundred percent authentic me and it has been very hard trying to date because I am me and I don't, I'm not changing me. And I'm like, you're, you're going to see the full package up front. I'm not going to put on the front for anybody and act like I'm somebody that I'm not. And then you fall in love with me and then I ain't who you want. And then you like, Oh, 
you like to you like to go to bars with your friends and all that kind of stuff. Yes, I like to hang with my friends, but I will also be with you as well whenever we get into that that part, that relationship and we're together. I know how to split my time, but I'm gonna let you know I like to hang with my friends or I like to do whatever I like to do, I'm going to do it first, second, third date. You're going to know me 100% optimistically. Do you feel like men have, a lot of men have that same mentality though? What, that they're 100% them? I don't think, the ones I've met, they have <laughs> I ain't saying all. The ones that I've met, <laughs> Except for one, he was himself and he was an asshole. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not that lonely. I got batteries. Well. <laughs> you know, I, I think sometimes in knowing thyself, right? When you get to that place where you really know thyself and you operate in, uh, in the fullness of yourself, it, it intimidates other people. It really mm. does. You come across as being arrogant. Right. Um, and things of that particular nature and I understand there's a ways to do things or whatnot but you just have to you, you have to be able to see the difference or whatnot when when a person is is a is a difference between walking in the fullness of yourself and then just uh walking full of yourself it's mm-hmm. a difference I don't think I'm full of myself but I might be I might be I oh. honestly don't know I asked questions because I like honest feedback and they lie and give you the cushy stuff like here's a soft pillow to lay your head on like give me the hard truth I don't care (laughs) 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 I would rather know um my faults and if it's something that I want to fix then I'll fix it if it's something that I don't want to fix I'll be like well oh well that's me you're gonna have to take it um but a lot of men they don't they don't even do that whenever you ask but I think that a lot of women probably wouldn't even be receptive of their information so they're scared to give their information because they don't know how I'll take it well I think the first the first problem is it's like when you a drug addict or whatever the case may be they say the first the first thing you have to do to able to fix what the problem that you have is that you have to admit that you have a problem at all What's my problem, girl? No. I ain't talking about you. I'm just saying in a dating world, when we're out there dating, we can't even admit to ourselves that we don't know how to date. Right. (laughs) Like, we can't even say, Mm. I don't have the tools. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just out here trying to figure it out. Blase, blase. We try to fake it till we make it. And they might, that might work at work. That might work when you're talking to your school teacher, whatever the case may be. But that ain't going to work when you're trying to find your life partner. Right. So... I know you, we, yes, I agree that you should wait till you date, till you figure out yourself and figure out how to love yourself, figure out what you want. But if you just happen to come across that person that may be the person that you're supposed to be with, what's wrong with admitting in like, I really feel like you're the person I need to be with. I really feel like we belong together, but hey, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just out here swinging with no draws on. Like, <laughs> hey, what's wrong with that? <laughs> somebody say no draws. <laughs> with the sundress. <laughs> but a lot of us a lot of us especially better bring D back in <laughs> no girls and sundress baby <laughs> hey D was like D was like did somebody say my name 
You said I woke up off that one. Nah, real talk, y'all never. It depends on it depends on the color of the sundress too and the way that light is. But go ahead, I digress. That's a process. If 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 it's your money and I'm selling them for you, you making nine hundred dollars. I'm making four hundred and fourteen dollars off of that. Dress is yours. You making your grand back, and then you making um uh, you making nine hundred dollars too. That. So the process is transaction. Oh, they, mute yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, hey, hit that mute button. Um, I, I thought you, I was like, I got it. I got it. What? That didn't even have to do with you. Okay. He, what he was saying was that, <laughs> <laughs> that no draws thing is <laughs> profitable. When you have on draws, it's about worth 400. But when you get some draws, no draws, it's about 900. <laughs> Double your pleasure. Double your yeah. pleasure, player. Yeah. Oh, Lord, I yeah. All the way off. Yeah, only but anywho, like I was saying. <laughs> improv. Improv. Mm. Oh, gosh. I hate y'all. But for real, for real, for real. I think if I feel like if we could admit that we don't know how to date, number one, you could work on it together. And number two, you know that I need, there's something about me that's not perfect and maybe I need to change. But I feel like if we go in a wholehearted, like I got this, then you're gonna be stubborn. You're gonna if somebody tell you something wrong, you're gonna take it personal. Like you just going in it with all the wrong tools. And and first you gotta go to Lowe's and get a tool belt first. <laughs> right. Uh, I gotta go to Lowe's. You know, and can I ask a question to y'all ladies? Go for it. Um what is the issue with just courting? You know what? So, wait, what is your definition of courting first? I want to make sure I'm right. Allowing yourself to be found, you know, and allow allow these men to court you, you know? Um, What I mean by that is, you know, when, when the courting process, before that courting process even started, I had to approach your father first. The people that don't approach my dad. don't do that no more. I, um, <laughs> my daddy was like, such and such said, hey. And I was like, tell him bye. Um, <laughs> but no, so like my daddy, my daddy's definition of good guys is not my definition of a good guy. Because if, if I was, if he wasn't my daddy, I would not date my daddy. My daddy ain't... <laughs> He ain't worth any. I mean, he's a good father, but he's not a good man to be with. So I don't trust his instinct whenever it comes to him choosing somebody for me. That's number one. Um. Oh, oh can, can I interject real quick? No. Uh huh. But you're still his daughter. You know what I'm saying? You just said he's a good father, right? Yeah, but his, his. So he's going to make sure, right? Because you're his daughter. And that you're with someone that is going to make you happy, right? The person that he wants me, that he wanted me to be with was the person that dogged me out the most and the person that hurt me the most and the person that made me who I am today. And that's who he chose for me to be with. 
because at the end of the day, it's him. Well, really, it's not a matter of him choosing. It's just even in order for me to approach you, I had to have permission. This is what I'm saying. I'm right. asking for him to choose. Yeah. I'm saying before I can even approach you, let me step to your father first. Because quite frankly, that is a big process of elimination. Because if he don't have the gall to step to your father, right, it might not be the type of man you want to want to be with altogether. Mess around and, and something pop off, and and you you be, you be squared off, and that dog is running down the street. <laughs> this is this is true. Yeah. I don't want anybody that's gonna be running down the street. Some pop off because I'm be mad. Well, it kind of works both ways. Because I mean, if you look at it, men always told men, "Hey, look at the one at the mother," because that's what you're gonna be 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 with throughout life. That's what she's gonna turn into. But if that man is being vetted by the father. He also gets to learn what type of man was the influence in your life, what type of lessons he was teaching, what do I have to work with? Because although we all say that we are men, a lot of men don't share the same ideology or theology, and we don't raise or train our daughters the same way, and we allow things that shouldn't be. So, mm-hmm. if you can't respect your father, then what makes you think you? What makes me think you're gonna be able to respect me? Come on. Well, it does the same for men that don't respect yeah, their yeah, exactly. mothers. Yeah. And um, I actually, I used to didn't pay that that much attention, but now it is something that I pay attention to. Like, how are you with your parents? Because I feel like whatever whatever you got going on with your parents is probably what I'm gonna have to deal with uh. from you. <laughs> And I don't want that. <laughs> well, see, with it being said, I'm glad that you said that because that's something that a lot of people don't take the time to think about. That's what we spoke about this past Saturday about you got to ask these type of questions. Uh, to me, that don't make you less of a person. Uh, a lot of people go feel like that you're being judgmental, but you're not. You just being honest with yourself like, yeah, I don't want to sign up with that already. I'm not going to do it. Can't do it. And there's a lot of different things out there that even if you don't have the best of best relationships with your parents or whatever the case may be, you know, who can you, who, who was influential in your life? That was a good role model. You know, that's the opposite sex of you. Um, it, it could be, uh, it could be your uncle. Your uncle might've stepped in. I, I know for like my older brother and sister, my, uh, their dad died when my oldest brother was about five years old. And so uncle, my uncle Ricky, he played an integral part in showing, uh, showing the man side. And so that's why it takes a community. Um, so we, we just have to take that into consideration and we're in the information age for crying out. I mean, there are books out about this stuff. There's, you don't like reading, there's YouTube videos about this stuff. Like, Lend yourself, lend your ear to wisdom, because I always say there's two types of teacher and teachers in this world. There's wisdom and then there's experience. The difference between the two is experience don't give a damn how it leaves you, but wisdom will take you into consideration when teaching you. Oh. Yeah. That's deep. 
this deep. All right, guys. Well, we're about at time, surprisingly. It seemed like it went by fast. But I got one more question for you guys before we go. Um, so I feel like when it comes to dating for men and women, that women get a lot more flack or a lot more hate or whatever the case may be, if they are, if they know what they want. Like if they say, I want a man who makes the same amount of money as me. I want a man who provides, I want a man to do this. They get a lot more people against them than if it's a man who say, I want a woman who five, five with a big ass, excuse my language. (laughs) So I want to feel, I want to know how y'all feel about that. Do y'all feel like that's true? And if it's the case, why? I I disagree. And I'm not saying I disagree because on uh, which your statement is not valid. It's one of the things I feel like that men, we cannot state what we want without being ridiculing and condemned. Uh, this goes back to the whole Kevin Samuels thing. Even though, like I said, I said it before when I first came on y'all, y'all podcast, that a lot of stuff that he claimed is purely superficial. But at the same time, we, we are not allowed to say we want a, a woman to dress a certain way, uh, make a certain amount of money, look a certain way. Like you said, her, her butt got to be shaped a certain kind of way. We can't say that. Then we we get called sexist, a male chauvinist, all this type of stuff. Now, on from what you're saying, I do agree because I do know women, like, if they say they want a man that's well-established, the first thing that y'all get looked at as in, you've been a gold digger. And I'm a firm believer in that don't mean that you're a gold digger. Especially not if you know what you bring into the table. If you got something or something that you bring into the table, that doesn't mean that you're not going to sell. Especially if your standards are realistic. That's the issue that I believe a lot of men have with women. Their their standards are not realistic. You want somebody that's that's making 100000 but here it is, you're still a cashier at Hardy's at the end of the day. And you've been there for the last seven years, so it's like, it don't work like that. What work are you putting in to get that man that's making that kind of money? Now, keep in point, that don't mean that you are inferior. It does It does means put the work in before you require something to somebody else. And, and to piggyback on the and the, yeah, I'm burning. <laughs> and the piggyback and and the piggyback on D, it's like men are men are paying attention to what women want and trying to be that and turning into complete simps in a lot of cases. Thanks. But but the but when the when it comes to what men want, it would seem that a lot of our women today are reaching out to other women to find out what men want. I agree with it. Yeah, I agree that there's definitely women. It's different people. I ain't going to say women. It's different people out there who are asking for things that they can't even provide themselves. So I definitely agree with that. But like when you say you mentioned Kevin Samuels, the, the woman who was on that podcast that we talked about before, she wasn't saying I wanted a rich man. She wasn't saying I wanted a fireman. She said I wanted a man to make the same amount of money as me. And she, I don't see the problem in that. But she was really. But cute. men. But but what do but what do what do those men want? Because a man who has a man that knows how to skillfully protect himself and skillfully provide for himself, your money is not something that is important yeah, to him know. at all. So so you can. I'm not going to put this girl name out. But I know a woman 
who makes $800,000 a year base salary, not even talking about commission, and as a beautiful woman, was Jet Beauty of the Week one time, can't find a man for nothing. And, and why? Why? She's so beautiful. She makes so much money. Why is it? It's because we've been sold this dream that these are the things that elevate your value and these are the things that men want. But if you want to find out the type of man that you are looking for and what he wants, go ask those type of men what they want. That's, that would be simple to me. <laughs> Men, for the most part, have not changed throughout history. And men do not need you the way that you want us to accept you, women. But the thing is, we're always often told to accept these new standards. I always go back to there's nothing new under the sun. The man is not trying to marry you because you have you you're able to help him in a way that you think is good help to him. We don't need you real to use us that way. Because a man does not feel like a man if he's not doing the most. Because we're we're known and we live by our resources and our power. If we're sharing that power that we're supposed to have ultimately, you're not gonna feel right. Now, is there anything wrong with you being able to do those things? No. But when those things begin to change the roles and the very nature of how we operate together, then there's a problem. Because now you're pulling a man out of his place that he doesn't want to be out of that. And like it was said earlier, men have often always done what it is that it took to get a woman. But now it's just being crazy because these standards of what women want are ridiculous. So now we have men that are called simps. Because men are with, have always been willing to do whatever it took to get a woman. But these standards are unreal. And what a lot of women desire are looking at right now is the reason why a lot of them have a lot of failed relationships. Because what they're looking for in this man looks... You can, you can manipulate these things and try to make it seem such. But a man, his basic thing is providing for the needs of those in his household and providing protection for the same and to include the house. All of that other extra stuff, it's not even really needs that a lot of women are looking for. It's strictly desires and wants. I want to be able to do this. I want to be able to have this, but it changes the focus of what we are and what we have responsibility over. Just because something is functional don't mean that it's work or it's right. Anything can work that doesn't mean it's good. A sick body can move. Sorry, I was reading the comments. <laughs> I was, like, I was laughing at you. I was reading the comments. Somebody named Chance Robinson said, women want a future, but want to change him into a Russell Wilson. <laughs> so I see this all the time on my time. That's what I want. As much as they run that saying into the ground, these are the I see it all the time. Like, Man, even from growing up, that's why a lot of women always chase after the bad boy in school. They started this in high school early. We want the bad boy. We want the bad boy. We want the bad boy. We can change him. We can change him. I'm going to be the one to change him. I'm going to be the one to go knock him off his throne. And then whenever you, whenever you can't do it, you get in your feelings like, 
why you got to be like that? Who who raised you to be like this? I'm like, that's what you wanted. I'm like, <sighs> at the end of the day, he told you who he was from day one, and you chose to ignore it. Go ahead, King. We see you. I, I'm before King close it off. I'm gonna let King close it off. But I, that goes both ways because a woman showed you that her butt couldn't cook when you met her, but then you mad because she ain't cooking dinner every night. Let <laughs> well, that, that go mean, both that, ways. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the 80-20 rule. You right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, go ahead, King. She close it off. off to me every night, but damn it, I get Roman noodles every night, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 top Raymond. <laughs> uh, go ahead, King. So I think uh, I think what you're saying is true, and it's true on both ends. Um, I think that from our end is more out of frustration than than it is anything else. Um, I'm gonna give you an example, right? Uh, when I was coming up. You know what I'm saying? You had the, the light skin versus dark skin joint. You know what I'm saying? When Wesley Snipes and all them jokers uh, started coming out, then the dark skin men came back back into play, right? And then the drug dealer. And then it was about money, you know? But all of these things have nothing to do with who we are at the core, at the core of us. So is frustrating um, from our perspective um, to try and live up to all of these fantasies, all of these fantasies, when um, for us, we're going to love you at your most natural state anyway. Anyway, like for me, I got three things, three things. Uh, I call it the three Fs. The three Fs, right? It's the feed. (laughs) (laughs) It's the feed. Uh, I'm not going to say the second F, but just say intimacy. Right? And then... uh, That ain't it. (laughs) It's similar to it, but that ain't it. uh, I'm going to say intimacy and then the follow. You know what I'm saying? Those are the three things. And at, at the core of that is respect. Right? That's really... The only thing that we want. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care uh, how much weave you put in your head, how long your eyelashes is, uh, what your beat look like, how much makeup you got on. Don't care about none of that. None of that. Can you do those three Fs? I'm just playing. (laughs) Really? Can you do those three Fs and at the core of it, respect me? And don't even want that. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Under an, an underdeveloped man don't want that. Facts. See, I think Facts. that I think there is a smaller variety of you and the type of men that you talk about, and a lot of the times we don't meet those people. It is. He said no. It is. You have to look at what it is that you're attracting. I'm trying to figure out what I'm, I'm trying to figure out why I attract 
I don't know. We we gonna talk about it later. <laughs> I'm so sure. I know. I know my 18 brothers exactly like us. Don't 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 get us wrong. Don't get us wrong. We'll look. We'll talk and everything else. But when we start talking about the wife material, all that stuff that we be looking at and everything else has nothing to do when we talking about wife material at all at all matter of fact i get upset when i see a beautiful female with a whole bunch of makeup on because the, the first thing that i say is what is she hiding she ain't had a nothing what is she hiding? I'm, I'm literally, <laughs> remember this perspectives <laughs> you know what right. i'm saying i want to know what it is that she hiding hey wrong let me interject in the book oh. of lee let me interject if i may please Go ahead. Book of Lee. Go ahead. Book of Lee. Chapter one, verse one. Now, I'm gonna use your statement mm -hmm. to 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 uh, answer the question that that Shadonna asked, and I'm gonna say that to say, okay, so I know a lot of men. If the first thing you do, you tell your woman that you don't like her wearing a lot of makeup or you don't like the wigs and the weaves and stuff of that nature, what's the first thing that a woman would normally tell you? I'm not doing this for you. I'm not doing this for you. That's what that, that's what that, that's what makes it frustrating for a lot of men. Cause we're trying to tell you what it is that we truly like. And a lot of women are not comfortable in their natural element. You want to know why a lot of women are not comfortable in their natural element? Talk to, talk because to me, whenever to women go out in their natural element, which is sometimes with no makeup on, hair pulled up in a ponytail, um, and just, and just in their natural element, nobody takes the time to say, good you morning, beautiful. beautiful, how are you? And I don't care what nobody <laughs> say, everybody can say they don't need that validation and all that kind of stuff, You're right. but You're right. everybody wants to hear, good morning, beautiful, you're beautiful, you're pretty, and all that kind of stuff. Yes, I wear makeup for me, or whatever, I wear it for me because I want to feel good, but that, but I also want that compliment. Everybody wants that compliment. So do you want I, that compliment from everyone or do you want that compliment from your man? But a lot of the time, so I'm single, <laughs> I don't have a man. Right. I'm but single. The, the, the man that give you that compliment could be your man. But, but a lot of the time, the women do not get those compliments whenever they're in their natural state. Like y'all can y'all can sit here and say that that's what you like, but a lot ninety percent of women do not get those compliments whenever they're in their natural state. Come on, I mean y'all can lie and say hey, that y'all get Chassie, those compliments, Chassie, but y'all bullshitting. Y'all those compliments do not Chassie, come out whenever Chassie, they're in their natural state. You just you just forgot you just you just my boy just said it. Nav just said it. He just said, it's a different switch. When we looking at, look, we like to look at the Instagram models and stuff like that. And the girls that's got, every, you know, the cake all out and everything like that or whatever the case may be. But when we talking about our mates, somebody that we want to build with, work with or whatever the case may be, it's a switch that's shut off with us. Like, look, I like a woman that's got some cake or whatever the case may be. But, do, but you can hardly find my wife going outside uh, she's very conservative. She's not going outside showing her cakes. 
You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it's different for that. And then another thing you said about there's not a lot of men out there when we was talking about underdeveloped men, which is what I was hoping we would segment into today. Your man is out there. But King, tell them where their man might be. <laughs> he might be married. <laughs> oh, he's probably so. Okay, well, we ain't got time to go there. We ain't got time. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> a whole different conversation, but I 100% agree. Y'all bad news. We ain't for that yeah, one. <laughs> we, 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 you got to understand the context of he's talking about. Yeah. Please do. Please do. And with that being said, um, I know exactly what you're talking about, because I was going to bring this on to the center of attention. Somebody shared this a few weeks ago. It was one of y'all on the panel. Y'all shared share this woman. I, I had this conversation like two nights ago. And uh, this woman was talking about what makes you feel like that this this man that's in the top percent that you can share that you can keep this man that, that you can keep this man all to yourself. If women outnumber men seven to one, what makes you think that you bring everything to the table that this man is looking for in his partner? Meaning polygamy. You might have to share your man. I believe and in polyamory. You know, what you want. You're going to have to share me too. If I'm sharing you, you're going to share me. That's why women have so many problems these days. Mm-mm. Oh, too stuff. Well, on that note, fellas, it sounds like a follow-up segment. <laughs> Who's the daddy? Why is it okay Who's for the, the man daddy? to be able no, to get all of his black men by multiple women? Okay, okay, I'm gonna answer your question. I'm gonna answer your question. I'm gonna answer your question, Chassie. I'm gonna answer your question. I'm gonna answer your question, Chassie. Why can women not do the same thing? Okay, all right. Go ahead and get yourself in a relationship with two, three, or four men. And when it's time to please all two, three, or four men, I want you to keep that same energy. Keep that same energy. Well, I want men to talk, keep talk that same energy down. whenever they thinking they pleasing two, three, and four women, and they not. So, <laughs> okay. men, men, listen, 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 listen. Women, women notoriously, okay, women notoriously don't want to go at it like men want to go at it. That's a fact. You might run across a woman that might, she can keep up or whatever the case may be. But if a man had it his way, and we're just talking about the physical part, right? Which is very, very small part of it, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want a man under you 24-7, 365. And after you fit, and you think about in whatever escapades you had or whatever the case may be in your life, if you had a good romping, okay, you want to sometimes roll over and go to sleep. But if you in a little polyandry situation or whatever the case may be, and you got a good romping, that dude, the next dude is just like, I don't want to hear it. Just bring that ass here. I'm going to put it to you like this. The reason, and, and, and we can talk about this for I think like that a, men a, think a whole nother couple of days. Right? But see, but there is more to is Stamina and satisfaction is two different things. There is more to having, and I don't even call it polygyny or polyamory. I don't call it none of that no more. It's, it's a unit because there's too much negativity that comes with this conversation, right? Call it a unit. Right. The reason I like that word is because it is the base of unity, which is what is needed in order to be able to even pull this thing off, right? But there is way more to this topic 
than just sex. I agree. Way more. Because when you start talking yeah. about, okay, you, you were saying and having more than one husband, right? So if you have, I ain't going to say, let's just say three. Are you prepared to cook for three households three times a day? I can cook for two. I bet I cook for two sometimes. So I can pull three off. <laughs> you know, the, the, the thing about it is those roles that you're supposed to play or they because every man is different just like every woman is different right can you pull all of that off successfully successfully right because that's what you have to look at and then so I think just how the mindset of us men are actually set up we're not so I understand what you're saying. My issue is I think that men think that they be hitting all the notches with women 100% of the time and they're not. And then you expect the woman to turn around and be able to say, do the same thing. And then you say that she's not going to be able to do it the same mm -hmm. way that you can't do it. And she is the same way that she can't do it. Everybody can't be 100% for everybody. So why is it okay for a man to be able to have multiple women to get all of his needs met from these multiple women, but then she's only getting half of her needs met? Because you can make, you can remove sex out of it. You can remove sex I'm not, out of it. I'm, I'm not talking sex. about sex. It's it's not about, just about but, okay, but, but even totally, but even totally, but even totally that, the hardest, the, one of the hardest roles to be and to play is to be a homemaker and a wife and a mother, right? That's the hardest role. If you got, let's just say you got like two or three kids, two or three young kids running around the house, it's gonna be hard to keep that house clean. You're gonna be chasing them around, making sure they're not doing things they're not supposed to do. Now you gotta maintain the house, you gotta keep it clean, this, that, and the other. And there are women out there that do this, but look at how they burn out doing it. If you go back historically, if you look at nature, I'm not going to go into any kind of religious doctrine, but if you look at nature, it's so much work that needs to be done. It's so much work that needs to be done that that's what unity is for, because together everybody achieves more. And sometimes that woman, she needs a break. She's watching, she's going, 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 and then she, she can't afford to take a nap. She can't afford to not be alert. That kid stick a daggone paperclip in the wall socket is a wrap. You see what I'm saying? So it's a whole lot of different proponents. For a man, he has a big role. It's a more simplistic role. His job is to go out there, get the resources, bring it home, and he's supposed to make sure that he has the means of being in proximity to be on guard and be the first line of defense to protect him and his family. So the roles are different, and, it's, and I'm sorry. I know we live in a world today where everybody want to think they're equal. It's not about equal, equality, and I'm just telling you, when men, 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 men and women are not equal, but they are, but they are designed to be in duality. So I think that men think that just because you provide for somebody and keep them safe, that that is enough. That's not always enough. No. And, but no, but that's, that's pretty much what you said in a nutshell. That's how I, that's how I took it is men, okay. men have it simple. You said men have it more simple. We go out, we work, we do this, do that, blah, 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 and all this kind of stuff. Women, they have kids, they need a break, blah, 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 and all this kind of stuff. And I think that men think that just because I can give you I can make sure that your lights is on, the rent is paid, the food is in the house, 
and the kids is taken care of, they got clothes on their back and all that kind of stuff, that that is enough. And that is not always enough. And I think that's where men and women get it messed up at, is that men think that just providing is enough, but women also need that emotional thing. Men are so emotionally detached from what women need that they don't even get it. That it's not, I'm, I'm development. that you're providing for me, but I also need everything else that you're not giving me. Yeah, but Chassie, undeveloped men, because you see, you talking to somebody that's been married successfully for nine years. I go out there and I provide all of the funds. I, I, I do all of the protection, but my wife will tell you, I grease that damn scalp. I rub them damn feet. All right. I massage that back. So the secondary role, since I didn't tell you what I minored in, the secondary role of a real man is to provide her nurturing because he has to give her nurturing so she has nurturing to give the children because it, it, it funnels that way. It's nature, it's man, it's woman, it's child, cycle, cycle continues. So everybody's getting fed. Everybody's getting fed. But I mean, we didn't have enough time for me to go into the details, but I'm giving you the main thing that a man must know how to do is those two things. Just like the main thing that a woman needs to be to her husband first is his companion and then his helpmate. I agree. I think that whenever I said there is a very small percentage of y'all, of men that think just even the way that you think to do those things, it's a very small percentage. I have a lot of friends that's in relationships that um, are happily married, I'm assuming, and they're not getting everything that they need because the man, I'm not saying everybody's going to get everything. You're not going to get everything in a relationship. But the man thinks that just because he's providing for the household that it is okay and it's not which is what we're trying to change the narrative on. Right. Like, I don't know. I think yeah. that a lot of people, I, 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 y'all may know those people. I haven't met anybody like that. <laughs> she said they ain't in Sanford, North Carolina. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to feel like we just male bashing either, though, because right, it, goes, because like I'm said, not. it goes both ways. It goes both ways. Like women think just because they, they get the kids dressed in the morning because they make sure homework is done, they make sure dinner's on the table, then that's all their job is, and that's not the case either. Right. Like, we're supposed to be there for our men too. So I, it just comes down to knowing how to date, but date with potential, date date with date with a purpose. Date with a purpose. Thank you. It's just all about Fitness. dating with a purpose. It's it's it, it's it's that a lot of us are in relationships and we're not fit for the assignment. And like any sport, and like any sport. You have to train. Me and me and me and Nab was just talking about this the other day, late night with the King. Shout out. We were just talking about this. We were just saying that four, <laughs> you know, four or five months of training for nine minutes of fighting. How much training are we doing preparing for what it is that we truly desire to be in? So a lot of us jump into relationships and we're trying to do that on a job training stuff. You can't do that. You're going to get injured. You're going to get hurt and you're going to get sidelined for the season. 
You need to make sure that before you get into something that you are fit for it. And if you're not fit for it, you're going to have to work overtime to make sure that you're starting to get fit for what you need to do. Because you can't, just like men can't come home and just throw, throw their shoes over to the side and go lay down in the bed and say, it's been a long day. He got he to gotta entertain his wife and his children. It's the same thing. A lot of women will, if they are homemakers or whatever the case may be, or if they go to work or whatever the case may be, they, after they're done with the kid, the last bath of the day or something like that, or they come home from work, they don't want to, they, they don't want to have, you know, they don't want to make love to their husband or whatever the case may be. And you know what? The world is tough on men out there. He needs to de-stress. He needs to recharge. And that is, one of the things that we look for our wives to do is to give us what we need to go out there and get what we need to get. Oh, the three F's. Feed, mm, and follow. Mm, okay. <laughs> I'm so done. Make sure you read the book so you can get in depth into that. I am. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. Just but, oh, man. Well, I think we got a we got to tie it up guys so we definitely gonna have to bring y'all guys back um but i realized that we jumped right on in the topic and i did not let y'all introduce yourself so if you want to this is an opportunity <laughs> to say who you are if you want to tell people your social media platforms tell you what to find tell them about your podcast etc cetera, etc cetera. y'all can do that now jump in jump out <laughs> my name is Fennell Sutton. Um, I used to attend the prestigious Fayetteville State. I'm a Bronco. Um, I am 100% owner of the game store. And you can find me on uh, Facebook under that same name, the game store LLC. And, I'll, and you can also shop with me too, the game store LLC.com. Passing it on to the Lee, Bo- <laughs> Lee Boone. Lee Boone. I, I am a Buckeye. I hail from B. Ohio State, Go Bucks, national champion. I am the owner of Buckeye Financial LLC, uh, insurance, financial services needs, and things of that nature. Come to me, come holler at me. I would be happy to uh, help you with what you need. And you can find me on social media. I am on LinkedIn and I am on Facebook. You can look me up just by typing in BuckeyeFinancialLLC.com, like and share my page. And it was a pleasure being here. I am Chris Taylor. I hail from South Carolina. I am alumni of the mighty Spartans of Norfolk State University and also Full Sail University. I am the owner of Taylor Made Productions, LLC. And if you want to find me, follow King Nab, because that's where all my work is going to be at. And that's where you need to be directed anyway. <laughs> all right <laughs> go ahead king <laughs> all right so i am the unknown speaker king that um i went to school to the school of hard knocks by the way of nature all right <laughs> baby, baby. <laughs> um literally the author of can i be the man a letter from us to you available everywhere on book ebook as well as audio <laughs> um and that's that's really pretty much it. I'm a husband, as well as as well as a father to ten, ten kids. Uh, also, that's how you say um, that. My heart dropped a little bit. <laughs> also, uh, also on Santiago's uh, boxing club, you know. So, 
And that's that's pretty much what it is. You can find me just about every dog on well uh, on Facebook um, at uh, King Nap, which is basically the name. Just look at the name right there. Uh, Instagram and type in that same name. Put a dot in between it. You catch me on Instagram. Um, do the podcast and stuff on Tuesdays and Thursdays from eight to ten uh, Mountain Standard Time. Then of course nobody said anything about it. We have the uh, uh, the King's Court, the Wise Men edition, uh, every Saturday from uh, 10 to 12 Mountain Standard Time, which I can't wait to have y'all lovely ladies on again. Uh, or not. Make sure y'all check out the episode that we did. You can go to our YouTube page. Uh, like I said, same name, King Nap. <laughs> King Nap and, and find it and find that episode. It was a great episode. I loved it. I love everything it is that y'all do, period. So you know, make sure you like, follow, and share everything they do, because we will be tagging along. <laughs> yes, yes. We tagging with y'all. Exactly. exactly. Well, thank you, gentlemen, so much again for joining our podcast. I apologize to the folks who have been watching. We typically go through the comments and shout y'all out throughout, but the conversation was so good, we just didn't, I ain't do introductions, me, I ain't I do comments, I ain't do nothing. <laughs> Made me think I was... <laughs> but thanks everybody who has been watching if you get a chance please um you know go to our page on occasionally posh and follow and subscribe to us on youtube as well and instagram and you, you can always catch our podcast on most audio platform platforms i can't even talk including spotify apple google iheart etc etc so thank you me and y'all stay on don't leave yet but um we're gonna get off live so thank y'all bye-bye Thank you.